you're listening to the Workplace Wellbeing Podcast, discussing the future of employee wellbeing. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Workplace Wellbeing Podcast. I'm Ian Hogg, Chairman of Fastpay. Today, I'm excited to be joined by Hannes Bend and Hoda Mahmoud Zadigan, who are the founders of Breathing AI. One of the best things about hosting this podcast is learning about the latest technology innovations in the wellbeing space, and Breathing AI is just such a thing. It uses machine learning whilst you're looking at your PC screen to elevate your mood, health, and optimize your performance. Having spent the last year staring at a screen, I think a lot of us have zoomed out, so I can't wait to find out how this is going to help. Hi, Hannes. Hi, Hoda. Thanks for joining us. Hi. Whereabouts are you in the world at the moment? New York metropolitan area, New York, New Jersey. Both of us. Both of us. Okay, fine. Well, you're speaking to London, so good, good across the pond chat. Um, listen, why don't why don't we start? You know, I think a really good place would be if you introduce yourselves and tell the listeners a bit about your background and and how you came together to form Breathing AI. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm Hannes, and I credit deep breathing and meditation to recovering from decades of anxiety and depression. That's what really um, inspired me to start Breathing AI. I've worked with leaders in the field of mindfulness, as, such as um, my friend and mentor Wim Hof, the Iceman. And I've been guiding meditation and yoga for many, many years at museums and schools and in offices. But I'm also a researcher. I'm also an artist. So um, published papers. Um, yeah, on like we, we studied visual stimuli, meditation about seven years ago in neuroscience. And what we found out that a lot of people are, you know, on screens already back then. And there wasn't really a solution to for visual stimuli to help them reduce stress. So I've personally experienced uh, the healing benefits from deep breathing. And I wanted to make that more accessible by integrated into technology and, and make it just scalable and like a click away for everybody. So that's why I started Breathing AI. Okay. And Hoda? Um, I'm a serial entrepreneur uh, who left an unfulfilling corporate marketing job to eventually go on to launch a successful food and beverage business that was seen in New York Times, Forbes, CBS, NBC, Cooking Light Magazine. Uh, and then I went on to raise a million and a half dollars and commercialize a food and beverage product. I am part of the Forbes Business Council. And then I was introduced to Hannes and got into breathwork and meditation and wanted to help him on his quest to make it a more accessible thing for people who are like me, who are working behind screens for countless hours every day. Um, so I'm helping uh, Hannes take his patented digital wellness technology and bring it to market. Okay, excellent. So that's how you came together. So what's you know, what? Tell me more about the problem that breathing AI is trying to solve. It's, it's not just looking at screens, is it? No, it's like the benefits of um, taking breaks is also integrated because um, the you know the benefits of mindfulness and breathwork are well known and yoga, but it's really the struggle you know with time and and um, just doing that consistently with all the screen time we have. So so you know it's hard to stop what you're doing and make a conscious effort to you know improve your well-being with all the you know tasks we just have for survival so breathing is really the training wheels for mindfulness in a way and it offers short mindfulness breaks when it detects stress of your of the heart rate and and breathing rate 
And then it also learns what colors calm the screen user, and then it adapts the screens in real time. So you imagine you, you in front of your screen, and it's a very high contrast and you know like very bright. So you you get you know even more anxious with that. So our technology would detect that by only you know using the webcam and machine learning, and then it would re, um, provide a screen shader to reduce your anxiety. So it's a little bit like a friend tapping you on the shoulder, also you know reminding you to take care of yourself when you need it most. But it's also you know just like a, a screen shader that works automatically while you're on your screen, and um, you know or. It, Oftentimes, a lot of solutions that are out, like smartwatches and meditation apps, people are using, but they're very expensive and you have to kind of look at them and make a behavioral change by yourself in order to do that and add more screen time. So we've integrated the power of wearables technology in a way, the tracking, the um, the relief of, you know, dimming your blue wavelengths and reducing that into um, into our, you know, app to to do it while you're on your screen. So you don't have to buy an additional expensive device and you don't have to add more screen time. Um, so while you are helping, you know, the people while while they're on their screen, no new hardware. And um, yeah, so it's really the key is showing up when you need it, when you really need it. And instead of scheduling breaks and meditations, when you think you need it, our tech detects it and then it adapts it in real time and, tap, you know, gives taps you almost like on the shoulder, like gives you a little break reminder. Hey, why don't you take a 30 second um, you know, deep breath or, you know, relaxing your shoulders or, you know, yeah. just sometimes like a sigh. That's like all it takes sometimes is to feel better in the moment. I, 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 but going back to sort of the problem, you know, is there evidence that, you know, that looking at a screen is, is you know, do people get stressed out by these things? I mean, I, I joked at the beginning, I'm zoomed out. You know, I think we, we probably <laughs> all had enough of Zoom oh, yeah. calls. I'm not sure if that's the screen, if it's the people I'm on the call with, whether I just would rather be, you know, down down the pub. Um, is there evidence that that actually this is, that it, we are getting stressed working at screens? Yes, actually. 87% of uh, people complain about work-related stress, especially during work hours. Um, and around 30% of uh, people overall are dissatisfied with their current um, application offerings or wearable offerings. So there definitely is a growing problem in terms of stress and work-related uh, work stress. And we've also there is there is the term email and screen apnea that there's papers studies published on that and then obviously we've published papers on that as well that all the screens are the one of the problems is also that they're static you know so we everything in our life when we inhale and exhale is like a dynamic process but when we're on the screen the screens are not adapting to us they're not responding so our nervous system has to you know respond to the static des designs and so we're helping to make that a dynamic process. And that that's really like a, a new research topic where we've published papers on and others. And and it's, you know, it, it, it's a concern because there's a lot of eye strain. There's a computer vision syndrome that's like that's almost affects more than half of um, more than 50 percent of users. So um, it's even estimated to like 80, 90 percent. So oftentimes we even forget to blink, you know, for, forget to relax our shoulders. And because we, we become like almost static when we're on the screen, you know, so we're working with the NSSR lab here in, in New York and we're um, about to present at a &M University and Cornell Tech at a panel there, health, um, 
healthy workshop and user interfaces. So the problem is really, you know, there's like, there's not like an in- interplay and, and we have to kind of adapt to technology, but how can we make that technology more humane and more um, dynamic to our well-being? Okay. And, and just let's dig into that apnea um, point a bit there, Hannes. Um, so apnea is something to do with like stopping breathing, isn't it? You know, don't babies suffer from it? It is a risk. What, what, how does it manifest if I'm, what is, what is screen apnea? What, what, what would trigger it and what would it look like to me? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, the <clears throat> screen, so-called screen or email apnea, is so when we really like hold our breath. So we probably all experience that, like open up our e- inbox, email inbox, and then you know, <laughs> oh my god, like what? Yeah. <laughs> like every day. <laughs> yes, pretty much every day. <laughs> and and that's kind of where where it comes in that holding a breath. We we've done just a s- survey and st- you know with hundreds of people just like in the summer. And even though we're all, you know, most of us are probably unaware of our breathing patterns, like, what was it about like 15% um, of people were aware that they were holding their breathing on, you know, so there, so probably that people are doing that is probably way higher that actually, you know, more than half, more than 50% of people are actually holding their breathing when 15% already conscious about it when it's usually an unconscious process and that's you know like how can we make that a more dynamic play detecting breathing like hey you're holding your breathing you know why don't you just take a deep breath or you know take a little break so all of those things are you know just like quick little um solutions and you know you don't need to go on a meditation retreat or you don't need to go on a yoga mat you can just you know blink your eyes and (sighs) take a deeper breath Okay, so so you know, this is this is excellent. So you, what what we're saying here is just the action of looking at screens and the sort of stress involved in email and and modern sort of you know desk working is enough to get me stopping breathing for short periods of time uh, subconsciously. And you're you know, and breathe shallower. Like I think I'm doing shallow. it right now. <laughs> <laughs> you're nervous about being on the on the podcast. I am. Oh, there's, there's, I am. Um, we're so, we're so scary on here for people i should know. <laughs> but um so so and presuming that is an unhealthy activity you know for those of us that aren't necessarily um healthy anyway you know what so we should be breathing more and you're saying this is making it worse people are breathing less as a result of being on screens and, it, and it's bad for them yeah well, sort of Go for it. Sorry. No, not necessarily like more breathing because, you know, if we breathe, like we all know that we like breathe very fast, you know, but if we breathe shallow to our upper chest, it's also not helpful because we trigger on, um, you know, fight or flight mode. So what happens a lot if we're holding our breathing or we breathe shallow, like what also email and screen apnea is, it's like the shallow breathing or unconsciously holding our breathing. Those are things that are not improving or, you know, our well-being because a lot of people struggle with, um, you know, hypertension, high blood pressure and stress, anxiety, but slower and deeper breathing. So it could, the breathing rate could go down, but we actually breathe deeper instead of, you know, only breathing shallow and holding our breathing. We take longer and deeper breaths and that will, that will make really, has been making a big impact on me and like regarding studies on diaphragmatic breathing, belly breathing. Um, you know that that's a huge impact on on every human's well-being, and um, and it's not out there so much because there's not really an industry for that. You know because it's free and accessible for everybody in the moment. So we're trying to you know bring that market and it, that well-being in a way to to market, um, which is you know to because everybody can breathe a little bit deeper and and um, yeah. 
Yeah, no, I, I get it. I mean, you know, I, I know if I've had a, a busy day of meetings on, on Zoom and the like, you know, just going around the, a quick walk around the block to get some fresh air is, um, you know, walking at a pace is, makes me feel much better. So I, I get it. So let's talk about the technology of it. So, so, you know, I understand the problem we're trying to solve. Um, and I, I, I get it that you're, you know, we're sending some alerts to people whilst they're on the screen. How do you know when to send an alert? How do you know when to tell me that I should take a breath or, you know, I, I'm interested? So, so basically in terms of how it works, um, we're a Chrome extension. So it's just a simple download from the Chrome store. Um, and once you download it, you go through this quick onboarding process, which basically um you know, allows us to have machine learning um, calibrate and start detecting your vital signs remotely through your webcam um, and helps learn which colors calm you and then adapts your screen in real time to keep you feeling, you know, less stressed, more calm, more productive. And um, once you go through the onboarding process, um, you know, we're, we're basically detecting your vital signs as, as your day is progressing. Um, so when we notice a spike in your blood pressure, um, we basically offer you a one, three, or five minute guided breath work, guided meditation, seated movement. It depends on uh, what thing you're really trying to work on. So like if you're trying to reduce stress and anxiety, maybe a one minute breath work will come up. If you're trying to reduce eye strain and you know bodily ailments that are caused uh, from sitting behind a screen, like you know, rolling your wrists so that you don't get carpal tunnel and, you know, things like this. So the breaks are all dependent also on the goals you're trying to achieve. Um, and yeah, and basically it just, it does the work for you. There's no conscious decision-making about like, oh, like I don't feel great right now. So let me stop what I'm doing. Let me interrupt my workflow and take 20 minutes and go lay down. And, you know, there's no time for that in the workday. So we're basically just like an on-demand, real-time uh, solution for people who are feeling stressed out throughout the day and looking to improve things like eye strain or eye-related headaches and, you know, dry eyes and um, increased yeah. productivity and focus. And regarding the technology behind it, um, how it works, I mean, it's, it's a bit like a techie term, but the photoplatysmography, it's called, like PPG, it's basically using the, the camera of the phone Uh, uh, of the phone or the laptop device to and then machine learning to detect vital signs so it's pretty novel technology and it gets better and better we're getting more accurate uh, probably right now have state-of-the-art code because we worked with research labs on it and um you know it only gets better. like the, the webcam gets better the computing power gets better you know and we get more data so like that accuracy is almost within like you know like some of the code we have like within three to five heartbeats compared to medical devices. So it's a pretty, you know, very fastly progressing technology. So, so, very sophisticated. And, it, um, it sounds it because so I'm, so just for the listeners that are probably thinking this sounds a bit, bit James Bond to me. <laughs> so, so I'm not wearing a, um, you know, a, like a heart rate monitor or a blood pressure sensor. No. Uh, you know, it's just the camera. It's right. looking at me and it is working out my heart rate, did you say, and my blood pressure or having a guess of that? 
yeah, heart rate and respiration rate. Um, we're also working on blood oxygen saturation. We have a very novel method to, to go about that. And um, that's even tricky with wearables, actually. Um, and yeah, HRV is coming up soon. And then obviously, like the browser extension is our technology now, but we're also looking to ex expand it to other browsers and operating systems. So that's that's coming up. And it is, it is um, you know, obviously for a lot of people concerned to use the webcam and that's what we're we've been you know making sure that we depersonalize those data and you know run it of course like hipaa and gdpr compliance and um you know making the focus on like the well-being you know so you basically if you subscribe then you subscribe to your own well-being and it's a win-win-win for everybody and i mean yeah we can talk more about the privacy issues probably because yeah I mean, my guess is, is if people give you um, permission to, you know, I'm sure there's a tick box to say I give permission, but I presume it comes down to whether you store the data or how you store, whether it's anonymized, that would be probably the issue. Yeah. Um, no, with it, like, it's definitely the storage. And also if the, if like personal data like that leaves the, the device and is stored somewhere else, it's, um, you know, it's a concern. And oftentimes, if, you know, you, we click some terms, we don't know what's actually happening with it. So we're very transparent about that. And, you know, we don't capture any full face images, no, you know, no facial recognition. It's used there on the back end to store the data. Um, you know, unlike some popular in-home fitness equipment, you know, that transmits like high def user images. So we were just working with, you know, pixelated video feed that only focuses on a small portions of the face or the movement of the shoulders and so on to to detect heart rate and breathing rate and not you know to, to see like what is somebody's eyes and what somebody's like identity is about so very of course invested in that from the from the very start yeah listen I, i'm amazed i was discussing it with somebody in the office after we'd had a an initial chat the other day uh, Hannes and um, you know, and we've got an AI team here, and uh, they're, they're very excited to have a play with this and um, and and see if they can work out how it works. So um, we've got we've got some fans in our office. Um, so talking about you know offices. So supposing you know I, I'm a large employer, you know, I've got a, a decent sized workforce, and they're all stressed. Uh, they certainly would be if they work for me. Um, and yeah, how would I engage with you guys to sort of you know is it an office based thing? Is it a, you know, is it is it business to consumer? How how does it work? And what's your model? So right now we're we're actually um, we are uh, doing both. We're B two B and B two C. Um, right now we've had a lot of interest from large companies in terms of our product because it's a very um, effective solution to workplace related stress and doesn't really require anything, you know, compared to other products and apps, you know, um, we're at, we're at $2.99 uh, per month, or uh, they could get an annual subscription. And additionally, for large businesses, we are, um, we're, we're open to um, giving them deals based on, you know, how many people they actually have at their companies. So uh, companies can just contact us directly and we'd be happy to um, offer them premium packages for all of their employees. Okay, fine. We'll, we'll, we'll put a link in, um, we'll put a link in the, the, the notes at the bottom of the podcast. Um, yeah. Okay. Even and just like one note, like for instance, like in other countries, like neighboring countries like Mexico, they, there is even like regulations on, um, the users like the employees' wellness that they're 
their stress levels are being detected and they need the companies with a certain amount of employees need to offer programs of well-being so we're really at the forefront there as well because we can offer both the stress detection um as well as like you know like the well-being program and so it's not really it's not even separate and so it, it also like feeling calmer helps people perform better because you know they're not like in fight or flight mode but they're actually you know while they're performing tasks they're like more relaxed they can access more brain regions there are studies on that they breathe deeper and memorize better you know remember things better so all of those things come into play there and you know it's only probably a matter of time when uh, there's regulations in the US and EU coming as well to um you know detect employee stress levels yeah well interestingly the, you know in the UK and it is a regular um you know uh, item on our podcast is you know the employer's responsibility to look after the well-being of their staff it just it, it's in law it is the employer's responsibility and um of course that are, but it, you know, in the past, it's not been that well focused on, and it's improving. But of course, things like this, you know, there it's it sort of if you know, it makes it difficult for an employer to say they weren't aware that somebody was stressed, or because there are now tools that can help them identify it. Whereas in the past, I think employers did used to hide behind the oh, you know, well, I didn't know they were they they kept it to themselves. Whereas presumably yeah. this this will sort of you know, surface issues, um, potentially. Right. And unlike other offerings, it's got, you know, a really easy implementation with no hardware, no wearable devices, and no, no required inputting data in terms of like, what they're doing to combat stress and anxiety, because we are capturing that information and providing it to users in analytics. So basically, it's a one stop shop, it's, it's helping employees, it's, you know, making uh, records or, you know, keeping track for the user so that they can see, for example, you know, I was so stressed out on these days and then I, I did this break and then, you know, my body felt better. And it's like a real way for them to be able to see that without them having to do anything. No, no, I get it. I get it. What what would be would be great, and you sort of hinted at it to me before, Hoda, that you might be able to let a few of our listeners have a have a trial of it? Yes, actually, we'd uh, we'd like to offer all of your users a free annual subscription if they join our waitlist at breathing.ai. Oh wow! Yeah, listen, I'll um, we'll make sure we we type that in the um in the program notes and uh, and uh, we'll push that out on social media, um, and yeah, the, great and the, no catch, they can just no catch, just year. sign up and they get a free annual subscription. Excellent. Okay, fine. I'll, I'll we'll, we'll be pushing it. I, I've got an office full of people that I think will be taking you up on that one, Hoda. Oh, it's going to be great. Listen, you know that's that, that's fascinating. I think we I, we could go on all day. You know, I think um, talking about how the technology works as well. You know, I think that's a, a you know fascinating angle there. But um, but but you know, just moving on to towards the end of the podcast, one of the things that that I ask all of our guests, and and you're not going to be an exception, I'm afraid, is um is what book or media is giving you inspiration at the moment? Um, for me, it's always like How to Love by Thich Nhat Hanh. Um, that's always like on my next to my bed to to uh, you know improve how I can care for um, humans better. And then I, I'm a huge fan of Stacey Abrams. So um, Our Time Is Now is a great book and um, helped me learn like how to be a more effective leader from um, the example of Stacey Abrams. Okay, I will, we'll we'll put links into that at the um, in the program notes as well, uh, Hannes and Hoda. 
Um, mine is probably how will you measure your life by a Harvard professor, Clayton Christensen. Um, it's kind of about work-life balance. And I think that that's been a struggle for a lot of people, especially during COVID, um, where a lot of people are working remotely and trying to find a way to kind of make everything work and um, how to prioritize certain things in life to lead um a more fulfilling life overall. Excellent. I will. We will definitely. Again, we'll put that in the program notes, and hopefully, we'll uh, introduce a few people to those. I'm sure excellent books. Um, listen, you know, it's been a really, really good chat. I think this is an amazing um, bit of technology, which uh, which I'm I'm sure is going to do lots of people good and uh, and i wish you luck with it and hope to see it continue to grow and and, and expand um, maybe we'll have you back in the future to find out how how the first year or two have gone with the product um, and for everyone else thanks for listening if you've enjoyed this episode and you haven't done so already please subscribe you can do that by searching for workplace well-being on your favorite podcast app Th- thank you hoda thank you thank, Hannes. You. thank you so much thanks for having us you're Stay welcome everybody